I'm Kyle. Okay, here's where y'all are so wrong because y'all are idiots. And I'm Drew with a U. I just support women. I guess that's what separates me from my co-hosts. And I'm Handsome Drew. Technically, the rules say dogs can't play. Wait, no, no. There's nothing in the rule button that says dogs can't play. Yeah, that's what I just said. And this is not. And this is not. And this is not. This is not the podcast you deserve. Welcome to episode 172 of Not the Podcast You Deserve. This is our now streaming episode where we talk about stuff that we've been streaming. Drew, are you fired up? Yeah, 172 is every time you say you the number, I, like I don't every believe it. Every time you do this, it's like, just like I, yeah, we got to move on at some point. You know, it surprises me every time. <laughs> Man, so I am uh, I am a little loopy tonight because I uh, have not slept. Uh, last night I was just not sleepy and. I've been wanting to go see Creed 3 because I've heard so many good things and I really like Michael B. Jordan. And, but I hadn't seen the other Creeds. I was scrolling on HBO Max and I realized they had just added Creed and Creed 2. So at about midnight last night, I turned on Creed. And man, what a good movie. Yeah. I loved it. I thought Michael B. Jordan was uh, great. I thought Ryan Coogler did an awesome job with the direction of the movie. Um even the cheesy scene where they're running up the hill and the motorbikes are chasing him yeah, and they're doing yeah. the Rocky thing, I cried. Dun, I was dun, dun, sitting dun, by dun, myself at 1 o'clock in the morning dun, dun, and just dun, dun, crying. Dun, 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 dun. Also, I thought the music throughout was really cool because they would they would kind of weave those strings of the original Rocky song kind of in between some other stuff. Um, that was really neat. I really liked that. Oh, and Sylvester Stallone. Gave such a great performance in that movie. I thought he was fantastic. He was nominated for an Oscar, which I get. Yeah. I don't think he should be nominated for many Oscars for his performances over the years. That one I get. And then I decided to watch Creed 2 because I was still like hyped up after watching that. I was like, yeah, let's go. Oh, Tessa Thompson was also great. Fired mm-hmm. up for her. Um, that director was not Ryan Coogler. And I thought he was way better than Ryan Coogler. A lot of the stuff that he did with the shots and the moving of the camera, really, really cool. Um, I, I looked his name up, but I forgot it. But he had really cool blocking at the beginning of the, the movie. and a really cool intro for pretty much all the main characters. thought that was really cool. And I was, so I was fired up. I'm on this Creed Rocky kick. Kind of feel like I'm a young kid again watching Rocky for the first time. And then they brought out Ivan Drago and Victor Drago. I really hope they don't jump the shark here with this. And then they brought out the old ancient Russian robot lady. And I was like, you know what? This is this is not going the way there I wanted to. And then Tessa Thompson all of a sudden can't hear. And now we're like worried about their baby and whether their baby can hear or not. I wanted to see Creed beat up Ivan Drago. I don't really care about all the other things you're trying to make me care about. So... About halfway through this movie, maybe like 4 a.m. probably, I was like, these guys look so jacked. And like, man, I'm so not jacked. So I left my home. And I went to the Planet Fitness by my house. And we got a workout in. Yeah. Then I came home. I ate, ate raw eggs. Um, I did some jump ropes. And then I went back to finish the movie, which I was already kind of out on. Like after the whole Tessa Thompson and the baby thing, I was like, I don't think I really care. And then... At like 5 a.m. this morning, when when Creed is going to finish Victor Drago, whatever his name is, I am standing on my feet, jumping up and down, saying, kill him! 
Avenge your father, Donnie. Kill him. End him. Finish him. Screaming at the top of my lungs because I was so in it. You, you, and at the end, when, when uh, <laughs> Ivan Drago throws in the towel, I was just crying. I was like, it's beautiful. The symmetry. The symmetry is so great. This They won me over with the last 20 minutes of I, that movie. I want everyone listening at home to know this is not a made-up story. Like no, I, you're you're probably thinking there's no way that a regular human was watching a movie and then at 4 a.m. was like, you know what I should do? Go get a workout in. <laughs> that happened. I guarantee you it happened. Yeah, I'm hearing yeah. this story for the first time, and I know for a fact my friend Kyle did this thing, and yeah. I also know for a fact he also screamed at the top of his lungs about a movie while he knew full well his baby was sleeping in the next room over. <laughs> yes. Uh. The commitment so this man has to Rocky movies is... Cannot be matched. No. Cannot be matched. I love it. I, I uh, So I was ready to mock Creed II as a great director with a terrible script. And the last 20 minutes, I'm crying and screaming. I'm like, yes, we did it. America wins. We did it. Freedom. So I'm in, man. I got to see Creed Three now. I'm all fired up. I... Jonathan Majors alone made me want to see it, but now after I've seen these two, oh, I'm in. I I'm very wait. excited for Creed 3. I think it's going to be great. Also, this is neither here nor there, and probably also related to the non-sleeping I've had, but I'm starting to lose vision in my right eye. So, I'm going to keep you posted on that as the podcast goes further. But uh, I think it's no time to kick it to you. What have you been watching, man? Uh, so, the first two episodes of The Mandalorian have now dropped on Disney+. Plus. And I have watched those. Uh, and you and I actually watched the first episode together. We uh, did. And then I watched the second episode uh, the other night. And this is such a good show. It's so I fun. I haven't seen the second episode yet. So if you could refrain from spoilers. Sure. That would be big for morale. Yeah, I, I won't ruin anything. Uh, I know some people are going to want to wait till several of the episodes come out and binge it all at once. I, I get it. But all I can say is... Season 3 of The Mandalorian holds up. It's so good. Uh, Pedro Pascal is still just nailing it. Basically as a voice actor. Um, so good on him. Way, way to film another award winning show. While also filming another award winning show. Without ever having to be on set. Do you think every network now. Every streaming network now. Is just trying to get one series. Where Pedro Pascal has got to care for a young child. Through a treacherous landscape. Yeah. Probably. It's probably first on every producer's list of like, how do I get Pedro Pascal to to care for a child? Second is, how do I get Tom Hanks to call himself Captain? (laughs) But yeah, but the Mandalorian uh, on Disney Plus, it's it's holding up. If you're a Star Wars fan, you're going to love it. If you're a casual fan of good television, uh, watch it. Um, It's very fun. They still do a, a lot of the jumping around, episodic. The art is still really good. That's one of my favorite things. Like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, very similar to how I always watch the intro to Peacemaker because their intro scene was really fun. I will always watch the outro credits to Mandalorian because the art is really good. For and sure. I think it's really interesting to watch what they did as the concept art and how it changed versus how they did it in the episode. I'm geeking out a little bit, but all that is to say, I'm very excited that Mandalorian is back on television. Disney Plus, that's where you stream that. 10 out of 10 stars. The other thing I watched recently 
which I want to take some more time on, was Cocaine Bear. Oh, you've seen it? I saw it. How great is it? It was a really fun time. Yeah. To see a bad movie. Oh, really? Like, like well shot and like, yeah, like you could tell there was money put into the movie. But I mean, it's a it's a really well done Sharknado is like how I would describe it. Like, if you're looking to go have a fun time at the cinema, this is your movie. Is it weird that that made me want to watch it more when you said it's just like Sharknado? Is that weird? Because now I really got to go see it. Yeah, no, I. but that's what they're going for is like, what a ridiculous premise. We understand it's a ridiculous premise. So we're not going to try to like dress it up with some realism around it. Yeah, They are full on leaning into every person that's in there is ridiculous. And the stuff that happens is so funny. Like there's one scene where they think the bear is on the roof. And they're all freaking out, looking around, and all of a sudden the bear comes through the window, and they're all freaking nice. out about it, and, so, and like nice. every time they cut to the bear, and it's incredibly CGI'd, you're just like, yeah, this is what I wanted. Uh, the guy from I can't remember his name, but the guy from The Wire, uh, he plays like one of the governors or senators or whatever, and he's famous for. You're probably gonna have to bleep this out, but he's famous for saying. Like, he just says that word. Like, That's going to be the longest bleep we've ever done on the show. Yeah, sure. But he's, he's just really famous for stretching that one word out really, sure, really long. Yeah. Um, he's hilarious. Everybody in this show, under, or in this movie, understands, like, they're there for comic relief, even if their role is serious. It's pretty fun. I had a really you, fun time. Okay. So you would suggest? It's not worth seeing twice. But it's worth seeing once with your buds. Just for the insanity. Yeah. Go see go get a group together. Go see this movie. See it in theaters. You should see it in really? theaters. Yeah. Okay. This is this is the movie watching experience. It should be you and your friends with a bucket of popcorn and a, some big old drinks that you're gonna pee your way through later, and you're just like laughing at how ridiculous the scenario is on the screen. Uh, no, Ray Liotta's no. character is insane. Is this his last movie? Yeah, he died uh, like two weeks after they finished filming. Wow, what a way to go out. Um, now I'm concerned, who did you see this movie with? Because you didn't invite me to go see Cocaine Bear with you. Mm, I saw it with, with Will. It was a spur of the moment thing. We just happened to be together and the, and the showtime was on. I'm not going to justify this to you. I'm going to find the strength to go on somehow. I really hate Baker. I hope he never comes on our show again. No, I mean, it would probably be a disaster if that ever happened. Uh, but the other thing I've been watching a lot of are some trailers. And it's been a while, but welcome to a long overdue Crawford's Corner. Crawford's Corner. So there's been a lot of good trailers coming out. And then here's one thing that I really dislike about some trailers when they do the teaser trailer. That is nothing. It's just like yeah. an announcement of like, this thing exists. It's like, wait, you don't tell me anything. So the example of that is uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel season five on Prime. Okay. They released a teaser trailer that's literally 
it, it like there's no movement. She's just standing there, and then cameras flash, and they're like, Maisel, Miss Maisel, Midge, over here. And then it just says, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, season five. And you're like, all right. Seems like you could have done without that. Yeah. A yeah. poster would have done the trick. Yeah, you could have just said, coming soon. Sure. Anyway, not really a trailer, but I just I had I had some thoughts on it. Moving on, uh, Apple TV Plus has released a couple of cool trailers that I'm I'm excited about seeing. Uh, Ghosted is one of them. Kyle, you shared yes. this with me. Uh, this is uh, Chris Evans and Anna de Armas. Is how I'm going to say her name, and it looks fun. It also looks like you could see the entire movie in the trailer. So if you're Dude, one of those, so it's like, excited. I don't want to know the ending. Maybe don't watch the trailer. Um, I'm so excited for this movie. This is going to end up being one of my favorite rom-coms. I can already tell. Chris Evans in a spy movie. Done. Sold. Night and day, but the roles are reversed. I'm in. I do love, they hooked me as somebody, well, hold on. I'll walk you to that in a second. They hooked me when Chris Evans falls in love with this girl, like immediately. And then sends her 40 text messages in a row without uh, any kind of response and is convinced by his family, you should go do a grand romantic gesture and go meet her in Europe. I was like, that's hysterical because that's how my stupid rom-com brain works. Yeah, I was going to say, have you did that hit real close to home? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you were if you were raised on 90s rom-coms like your boy over here. When faced by an obstacle, you find a bigger grand gesture to overcome it. Like that's that's how you that's how you create love. It's sure. not it's not conversation or understanding or you know a, a deep emotional connection with a person. It's like if there's a problem, you create a bigger grand gesture to overcome it. Uh, so that first part of the trailer hit pretty home for your boy. Yeah, um, I think it'll be funny. I think it'll be. A six and a half. Go ahead and mark me down for it now. I'll watch it later. Put me down for a nine. That's how fired up I you am for can't. Ghosted. You I can't. would put this down at a nine. I'm like, so excited. I love Ana de Armas, which is the correct way to say that. And Chris Evans. All right. I don't feel good about the pronunciation of that. Ana de Armas. I don't feel good about it. The other movie that Apple TV Plus is coming out with is Tetris, which oh, I think looks okay. very interesting. Um, it is Taron Edgerton. Taron Edgerton, thank you very much. I always confuse his name with Joel Edgerton, because mm, uh, yeah. you know the edges. And I hope that they're in a movie together, and they just are referred to as the edges. Uh, anyway, I think that this movie looks pretty good. Uh, it's about how Tetris came to be, uh, the invention of the Game Boy, how uh, Tetris was invented by a soviet scientist and you know designer and you know america's trying to buy it in the middle of the cold war and all sorts of stuff i think it looks fun i think it looks interesting i'm excited to see that movie also scream six is coming out yeah a movie i don't think anybody is asking for i don't think so either Uh, they made scream five which was just scream i think again and people are like oh that's fun they did a, a a retro. They did a lot of callbacks to it. I think everybody had a pretty fun time, but I don't think it required another sequel to a sequel that nobody. I, whatever. I'm not going to see it. I just wanted to point out that we shouldn't see it. 
Scream 6, everybody. The last two I want to talk about, Peter Pan and Wendy, uh, Disney Plus yeah. released uh, a thing for this. How do you feel about it? It looks really good, actually. And I think it looks really good. I'm a super big really Peter good. Pan fan. Yeah, it, uh, my favorite iteration is Hook. Yeah. And I don't know oh, if that makes great. me a curmudgeon or not. Okay. No. Uh, I think Hook is the best telling of that story. But I think this one is Peter Pan and Wendy looks pretty good. Uh, yeah. I'm excited. Uh, I think that it'll be a lot of fun. I think it'll be reintroducing a story that like we grew up as children to a next generation and a very fun, modern retelling of it with good cinematography. So uh, I do encourage anybody that to watch this with their kids also watch hook, give them the full spectrum. Uh, Let them know how movies have really treated this in the past. And then the last one I want to talk about is paint. Have you seen a trailer for Paint yet? I don't think so. This is going to be a movie where Owen Wilson is playing Bob Ross. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tracking. It looks so weird. But fun? But weird. But fun. But also... But weird. Yeah. And I can't decide how I'm going to feel about it yet. Yeah. I may need another trailer. I'm going to need a late release trailer to really like, you know, sonar narrow in my uh my feelings about this. Sonar narrow in your feelings about that. Hone hone in your feelings? Yeah, there it is. This is implied I don't know if it's like truly Bob Ross or if they're doing like a Bob Ross style character. Like I don't know if this is like the a biopic of Bob Ross, or it's just like, oh, this is somebody that's kind of based off of him, and then we did some twists and turns to make it more interesting. Yeah. But the Owen Wilson character, who seems to be based on Bob Ross-esque, seems to be weird af in his real life. And I don't know if that's what Bob Ross was like or not. They're about to ruin an American icon. Boy. It'd be like if someone was like, hey, we made a movie... About Mr. Rogers, but instead of it being Tom Hanks, I don't know, it was Josh Brolin, and he was also into feet. And you're like, what's happening? <laughs> was it? Was he really? Or are you like, are you just on purpose? Or are you yeah. just like doing it because you think it's funny? So we'll see. That's paint, everybody. Yeah. Uh, Kyle, any uh, any thoughts? What uh, of the Crawford's Corner movies I brought up. Anything you're most excited about? I think Ghosted has a chance of being the best movie of all time. I'm really... This trailer did a number on me. Like, I cannot wait to see Ghosted. They could literally do every trope of every movie ever in this. Yeah, close to. Close to. But this has been Crawford's Corner. Crawford's Corner. Thank you for joining us in this episode of Not the Podcast You Deserve. Make sure you stay tuned for our next episode. We're talking about The Last of Us, Episode 8, next.